G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. This is Andrew McLennan. Everyone knows that water is life. People need water to thrive and survive on this planet. For health and hygiene, for the animals that they care for and the plants that produce food, medicine and beauty. When God made people, he put them in a garden with rivers flowing through it. And of course, lack of water brings death to people, animals, and the earth. Here in Australia, we take for granted that we can always access clean water for ourselves. But in some parts of the world, this is not a given, and people literally struggle to access clean water. Water for Africa is an Australian ministry that does what it says, and to date, it has blessed 4.5 million people in Africa with clean, drinkable water. Their founder, Phil Hepworth, joins me now. Phil, welcome. Good morning, Andrew. My friend, 4.5 million people in Africa have been helped and blessed through Water for Africa, through the wells that you've dug and the wells that you've repaired. That's quite a number. It is quite a number, and and it's a number I never really set out to achieve. Um, But, you know, God's faithful. When he sends you, he provides, and yeah, it's it's been an incredible journey. And which which nations of Africa have you dug wells and maintained wells to, to help these millions of people? We have dug wells in Uganda and Tanzania. At the moment, we're just in Tanzania. Yep. So uh, obviously, you know, I said water brings life and a lack of water brings death. Can you tell us firsthand in Africa what happens when people don't have clean water for themselves, for their families and their villages? Absolutely. Um, and it's funny you say that, water is life. They have a slogan in Tanzania, Majinito Hai, which means water is life. That's in Swahili, um, is it? That's in Swahili, yeah, that's in their, their language. Um, and it's funny, we have been to villages where they have typhoid, cholera outbreaks because of water. Um, and one of the biggest killers in the world, believe it or not, is diarrhea. So you get you drink dirty water that gives you diarrhea and then you get dehydrated and you have to keep drinking water. But the very water that you're drinking is the water that's killing you. And it's a it's a horrible circle that, that leads a lot of people to death. You know, I, I've, I've heard that before, but if you'd mm. asked me, I would have guessed malaria. So diarrhea is the biggest killer in the world, and especially children, isn't it? When children get diarrhea, and, and like you said, they're drinking dirty water, and they're just getting worse, they're not getting better. That's right. That's right. I mean, I'm, I don't know whether it's the biggest killer, but it's certainly one of the biggest killers in the world. Uh, and in fact, one of the reasons I got into this was I saw a statistic that one child dies every 15 seconds because they drink dirty water which is something that I think is so unacceptable in, in 2023. Well, it is, like I said, that even in Australia, a country that is just ravaged by drought and floods, it's always been our climate. You know, we won't get into that conversation, but 
you know, you read the early literature from, you know, over 100 years ago and they talk about droughts and floods. And But even in drought here in Australia, we still have clean drinking water for ourselves, don't we, if nothing else? That's right. That's right. So, yeah. so Phil, tell yeah. me about your journey. So you're obviously an Englishman. Uh, I'm going to say a gentleman. I'm going to assume you're a gentleman. You're up from uh, the north of England somewhere there near Leeds, I believe. How does a, a, an English gentleman living in Australia end up digging wells in Africa and maintaining wells for people? Uh, well, it's funny. I was, at the time, what would it be now, uh, 13 years ago, I was living in on the Sunshine Coast. Um, and I was depressed. I was really, really depressed. And I'd seen a little church, and um, one Sunday morning, just walked into this church, sat down at the back, cried, talked to God, sort of made my peace. And when I got up and left, I've never been depressed again. So it led me to start asking God, okay, what is my life about? What's my purpose and I prayed really for nearly a year, just really praying, constantly going, what is your will for my life? And it was that statistic. One child dies every 15 seconds. And it was like God was saying to me, these are your children, they are brothers, they are your sisters, so what, what are you going to do about it? Um, and that was the catalyst. You know, I, We searched around and I, I saw a guy online who was going to Tanzania, giving people clean water. He was an American. So I sent him an email and he replied and said, meet me in Kilimanjaro Airport this day, this time. That was the start of the journey. <laughs> Hang on a sec. So you fly from the Sunshine Coast to to Africa, to Kilimanjaro Airport, to meet some random you've never met before? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and an American random. <laughs> an American random. That's right. That's right. And that he was is late. A, huh? huh? <laughs> Say that again. I was I was stood in Kilimanjaro Airport, yeah, and it was getting dark, and I'm thinking, I don't know whether this bloke exists. <laughs> <That's> you know, <laughs> what an amazing story! But I I just feel uh, wrecked just listening to that heart behind what you're doing. The fact that number one, you've been saved out of depression, out of a real period of darkness in your life. You you've obviously met Jesus in that little church, and now you feel this call to go and help people on the other side of the world who you've never met and you've got no connection to, and you just take a step of faith and turn up at Kilimanjaro yep. Airport. So tell us what happens next. Oh, I mean, eventually, it's funny, I arrived there and I think I had $500 spending money. I didn't have, didn't have a great deal of money. Um, so I went and changed it at their, their little, you know, bureau de change type thing. And I, they gave me this water cash. It was huge. And I'm trying to shove it in my pockets. And I look round and I see all these, you know, like the guys at the airports with the, with the, you know, waiting for so and so and all the. It felt like everybody's looking at me. Well, so I would have been, I would have been looking at you too if you had a big wad like that that wouldn't fit in your pocket. That's I mean. right. That's right. <laughs> and I'm in Africa, and, and you know, to be fair, I'm a bit, I'm a bit scared by this point. And it's getting dark, and every time the conveyor belt went for the planes that had come in, the lights go out. And I'm stood thinking, I reckon I'm going to get mugged any minute, and that'll be that. What am I going to do then? Yeah. And I'm thinking, who is this guy? What's he doing? Eventually, he turns up, this larger-than-life Texan, Phil, yeah. And we jump in this. He had a Ford F-250, a big truck, and off we go. And I remember we got to this little guest house, and it was bleak. And the next morning I was woke and it was a Muslim prayer going on in the background. I'm thinking, what is this noise going on? 
and they gave me a boiled egg and a piece of bread for my breakfast and off we went. But then I saw, I, I remember, I'll never forget, a little man and it's a dry riverbed and he's dug a big hole and he's got a saucer and a bucket and he's ladling water with this little saucer, this putrid looking water into a bucket and it just stuck with me forever that people are having to do that to drink. Yeah. Yeah, it's awful. Seeing awful. women walking kilometres with a bucket on the head and a baby on the back. And it, it, th- these little sights I saw, were, they stick with you. You know, they're like a, a fish born in your gullet. They just stick and you can't shake it off. It's the horrific scenes that you see. Yeah. And it, yeah, yeah, and it's just survival. I, I guess it just, was for you, the, it was like Paul's vision of the Macedonian man saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. It was... It was your Macedonian call, I'm guessing. It, it really was. You know, it really I, I'd pray, I remember saying to my wife, Julie, uh, I, I said, you know what? She, she dropped me at the airport. And I said, what if this guy doesn't exist? And she said, well, just go have a holiday. But you've been praying that long. I think you've got to follow this through, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it was a real, one of those moments where you just have to take a leap of faith and jump and, and, and see what, what's at the other end. Well, I'm I'm so glad you did, um, Phil, and um, yeah. there's 4.5 million people so far that have benefited yeah. from it, and so obviously that began the journey. And that, and I, don't you love Texans? I mean, God bless Texas. <laughs> this is yeah. like they're the most yeah. generous people, and um, you know, you, I think if you look at the Western world now, Texas is probably one of the most Christianized states in the world, and so many good churches. There's so many good Christians. They're doing missions all around the world. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But that starts yeah, a journey right. for you. And so fast forward to now, Phil, what is going on now? How many wells are you digging or maintaining now every every year? Well, we, we drill wells, so we'll drill a brand new well. And we're aiming for about 50 this year so far. That's that's where we, we think we'll end up sitting. So that's like one a week. Wow. And we repair wells, which is just as good. Um, because, uh, you know, I, I mean, a brand new well to dig is about $8,500. A well to repair is about $350. Oh, and okay. you, you're giving the same impact. You know, yeah. you, um, we have we have broken wells coming out of the woodwork as they, they just come thick and fast uh, as, we, as we're going to new. In fact, we've just gone into a new region. And at the minute, I've got about 14 that are there. And I know by next week, there'll be even more. Um, and you just find them. Everywhere, fifty percent of all wells in Africa are broken at any one point. That's a statistic that we found, Man. which is quite alarming. Uh, so we have two teams that go out and they repair wells. Um, we um, we have a, um, a seed program for widows that we came across loads of widows that are desperate and destitute, which is going fantastic. Mm. In fact, if you go on the website, there's, there's so many different facets to what we do i mean primarily it's water uh, but you're doing everything aren't you and i'm going to read out that website now i'm going to do it at the end as well it's waterforafrica.com.au that's waterforafrica.com.au they're also on instagram the official water for africa on instagram but i'm glad you mentioned that you do more than just water because you're also preaching the gospel aren't you yes we it's funny we we have a gospel truck um, I was out, it was in the COVID years and I, I was out there and I got stuck. I couldn't get home. There was no flight home and I'm just sort of stood talking to God as you do. And I'm going, why am I here? What's going on? I need to get home. 
And I just felt him say, go and see the, the, the manager that we have out there. It's called Nestori. Go and, go and just see the outreach that they're doing. So I just turned up unannounced. And they're in the next village doing a, like a, we'd call it a little crusade. Yeah. And it was so roughshod what they sort of nailed the planks together for a little stage. And they'd really done the best. And it was really roughshod. Yeah. And I just really felt God, he said, the harvest is right, but the labor's a few. But mm. look at these laborers. And I'm looking going, yeah, they're amazing. And then he just said, help them. And I just had this b- bit of a vision of a truck that's really a stage. The side drops down and there's everything that they need on it to do it better. So we we got a truck. Um, good old Joyce Meyer Ministries just straight away said, we're, we're in for that. We'll fund that. And we have a truck that any church, any denomination can take if they're doing an outreach in a village. And it's been such a, an amazing success. Last year we saw, um, I think it was five churches started and 15,000 decisions for Christ, amazing. which I find amazing. In one year. In one year. In one year. Incredible. Yeah. So with the water's flowing, but also salvation is flowing as well and Jesus is being received and, and revealed to people's yeah. hearts. Phil, it's, it's actually very humbling talking to you. Uh, it's an amazing story, and uh, I just want to say congratulations and well done on just taking those steps of faith that you have. And I'm sure that your vision's even bigger now, and it's even larger, and that it's going to go much bigger than 4.5 million people. But I want to repeat again the website. Uh, there's people listening today perhaps who are being touched by this story and want to get involved in this. So go to waterforafrica.com. That's waterforafrica.com.au. They've got an Instagram page as well, the official Water for Africa. Phil, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. And I'd really like us to keep in touch as well, keep us updated. But I'm just putting it out there today. If there's people being touched by this story and you want to get involved, maybe you want to pray for Water for Africa or maybe you want to help fund Water for Africa, please go to their website, waterforafrica.com.au. Phil, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Andrew. And, uh, and we just pray God will continue to use you and bless many, many more millions of people with water, the gospel, and all of the amazing things that you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.